I'm really excited for season two. Me too, lady. Vanessa, so your episode aired last season. Are you ready for this? Um, not really sure. Can I see my contract? <gasps> Let's roll. Wouldn't believe where I've been. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Secrets of a Sober Mom, and welcome to all the new listeners. I'm so happy you're here. This is the first episode of season two. The podcast has transformed a bit, but that's how you learn, grow, and become, right? I am so, so lucky to have by my side Vanessa Merlini, Vanessa will be my co-host. <laughs> I said Merlini right, right? I feel like you I should did know say that. Merlini okay. right. Awesome. She'll tell you about herself in a bit. And together, we hope to share with you some incredible stories and insight about our journey to recovery. Mm-hmm. No, I think it's um, very indicative of what the season will hold in the sense that you asked me how to pronounce my last name because we're really getting to know each other right we now. We are, we are, full as disclosure. we do this podcast, um, which, is, which has been fun. And many times we get derailed because our conversations are really great. But I think that that will make for an awesome season. We can talk about recovery and life and, um, and get to know each other on the fly. Yeah, which we're really so, doing. Vanessa yeah, and I, we stuff. know we know each other, and um, but not that that well. And we're going to be getting to know each other on the air with all of you. And we think that's going to be really, really awesome. Mm-hmm. So, what are we doing here? Um, when I asked Vanessa to join me on this new season, I was really, I loved what she, what she asked me. And it seems like such a simple phrase, but I loved it. And she said, you know, Les, like, what's your why? What is your why? And I never really, I really, I never really thought about it. I never really, I mean, I never really thought about that expression before. Like, I knew that I wanted to do a podcast. I knew I had a vision, but I never really, answer the question, you know, what is my why? Right? Where did you get that from? Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I don't know specifically. I, I don't remember the first time I heard it. I, I feel like I hear it a lot, sort of in, um, you know, maybe recovery rooms or um, I, I don't know. Um, but it's just one of those little things that I held on to because I think so many times and I get lost in my thoughts. And um, I have an idea and it goes 5,000 directions. And the questions that bring me back down to earth and really simplify are the ones that stick with me because I need that, right? So what is our why? Um, I asked you, why why did you start the podcast, right? right? Coming in, I was like, all right, great. Let's figure this out. But why why did you start it at the very beginning? What drove you to do that? Um, And I tell, I'm sorry. I interrupted you. No, go. Uh, oh, I, might, I might do that a lot. So just say, shut the fuck up if I interrupt okay. you. Okay. No, you're good. Um, you know, when I tell my story in the first episode, I 
I imply it, but I'm just going to, now that you asked that question, which was an amazing question for someone who's going to be my new co-host, hopefully forever and ever and ever, um, I could answer it, you know, just kind of very honestly and simply that Mm -hmm. I knew when I stopped drinking almost five years ago, I just didn't want to be that person who didn't drink anymore. Mm -hmm. You know, I knew that in my gut there was something more for me. I knew purpose, like a purpose, you know, for my pain, a new path. And I wasn't exactly sure what that was, but I knew that something was telling me to act on that, on that feeling. And um, what I did know for sure is that if I was a mom living in a nice town with a master's degree, carpooling with a billion kids and a big (laughs) SUV um, and everything looked so nice on the outside, but I was a drunk that there had to be other people struggling in silence. There had to be others out there um, just like just like myself. Mm-hmm. So that was the beginning of my why. And I decided to start my own podcast after I was a guest on a podcast and I absolutely loved it. I didn't know that. I didn't know that you were a guest on the podcast and then you decided to start your own podcast. Yeah, yeah. I was a guest on a podcast, not related to um, um, addiction at all, at all. But I, she, um, my friend invited me on to tell my story and I loved it. And this was like, she had, you know, she was, I was in the city in a big studio. Like it was, you know, uh, the whole, the real deal. And I loved it. I just, and I felt so comfortable and I was, I, I was never shy. I always loved to talk, um, never at a loss for words ever. And I thought, this is what I want to do. Yeah. I want to start a podcast. Yeah. And you know, that whole story, the way that you say it is like, um, it, it's what we do when we get sober. I mean, I'm sure that the first couple of years were not that way. Right. I mean, I remember the first couple of years, it was really trying to understand what the hell happened. And, um, and, and at least for me, just, I was shrouded in shame. Right. Mm -hmm. So there wasn't even a space for me to be able to talk about that. Right. But, but that you want that you came to understand your worth. Right. And you came to understand that other people are worthy too. And that if you told your story, that would give them um, a place to start. And, and in recovery, we often say like, we do the next right thing. Like our eyes are open. And I think when I hear you say that, which is, I didn't realize that uh, you kept your eyes open when you were um, asked to do something and you were willing and you were available, you did it. Right. And then it's, little small acts, right? That lead us to where yeah. we are now, yeah. right? And it's yeah. like, that's the exciting thing about getting sober and being in recovery is that all these things that we weren't 
we had our head down for weren't brave enough to do like become our reality you know and that's right just awesome right um so anyway exactly no you're exactly spot on and you know there's so many podcasts out there mm-hmm. and um I didn't have any experience in broadcasting or podcasting and I was really really lucky to and I think this is also um <laughs> you know, a little bit of a, a little bit of a God wink that people just kind of fell into my life. And it wasn't, I don't think it was, you know, by accident, people just fell into my life who were willing to help me. And I did, you know, I did have a vision. I wanted my podcast to be really fun, but I didn't want it to be um, cavalier in any way. You know, I wanted it to be serious and poignant. Um, and real, you know, but not morose, you know, and just all about like disgusting drunkologues every single mm-hmm. week. Um, and I wanted to, you know, talk about all of my secrets. And that mm-hmm. includes, you know, the deep, dark abyss where alcohol took me, but of course also share my strength and hope, mm-hmm. you know, and I knew, but I did in my gut, I knew that I wanted it to be really real and really raw um, because I think that vulnerability is really good. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's daunting and it was daunting, but I know that, you know, I will help others and hopefully, you know, we will help ourselves in the process. Mm-hmm. And another, um, another goal of the podcast Um, was that I knew that because of all the shame that we feel, like you mentioned, Mm -hmm. which really, really stood in the way of me even attempting to get sober at the beginning, is that as addicts, we have to destigmatize alcoholism and addiction, Mm -hmm. you know, and we also have to stop you know, it sounds so simple, but I think that we also just have to stop using the word addiction so loosely, you know, like mm-hmm. I'm addicted to chocolate. I'm addicted to mm-hmm. Netflix. You know, I'm addicted to Gucci. You mm-hmm. know, that's not, you know, I don't know. I was thinking that I think the word, don't you think that the word addiction is kind yeah, of I mean, thrown it, around a little bit too loosely? I mean, I th- yes, I do think that. Um, but I also think that, um, that might not ever change. I mean, maybe it will, maybe it won't. I think uh, at the beginning of my journey, that would rub me the wrong way. Just like when I would see something at the store, like Rosé all day, like the marketers are so yeah, smart. And uh, so, yeah. Right. But, um, but I think what I've learned about getting sober too, is that that is all noise and that is all not about me. Right. And that like, for me, <clears throat> I just, I need to really understand myself and my relationship with addiction and and really turn that into my superpower, which today it is, although it took a very, very long time to get there. Um, And all I can do is change me. So yeah, I mean, I'll definitely, I use addiction differently today, but I'm also, I also know that my expectations, um, need to be kept at a healthy level to know that not everyone else is going to. Um, So I don't know, it's kind of off topic a little bit, but I, um, 
I love, I forgot that you said Godwink because I think that that is such a great little term uh, and intuition and that when we're drinking, at least for me, like I did not have, I didn't have that. Like, I feel like our intuition, my intuition was lost, right? Because I, I wasn't, there wasn't any sense of peace. And I feel like if I didn't have peace, I, I couldn't get in touch with like my gut or my intuition or be, or be um, aware enough to even see a God wink, right? And so it, it's just like, there's so many things and so many layers in what you just said. Um, but, you know, I mean, we'll get that, we'll get there. And our, our ideas for podcasts are just, they're flowing, right? I feel like Leslie and I could talk I know. for like a hundred hours. <laughs> so I'm not a therapist. I'm not a doctor. Um, definitely not a guru. You know, I'm just a mom, a human being who happens to be an alcoholic. And getting sober, you know, is really complicated. It's hard. It's confusing, but it's also liberating. It's just, it's so many things. Um and it's learning to navigate, you know, an entirely new world, you know, um, and learning to work from a space of honesty. And I'm still working on things, you know, that I drank, you know, to forget. That was my why. That was my why for the start of the podcast. So as I said, when I opened that the podcast went through a couple of transformations. And now this hopefully final, but maybe not. Right. So it was advised to me mm-hmm. from people that I trust more than anything with this was to change the format of the podcast. Um, the podcast was becoming more about my guests and their stories and Leslie and my story and my voice was just getting lost. Now the guests were phenomenal. They, mm-hmm. they, you know, they were so valuable and people loved hearing what they had to say, whether it was just a friend of mine or an accomplished author and writer. And we will have people on the show. I absolutely would love to have other people on the show having a conversation with us. But the show started becoming all about my guests. And yeah, us, it was like an I, interview. Yeah. It was like, like the, when you told me that I said, oh, so it's kind of like it, it was um, like Oprah. I'm not, you're Oprah. No, it was like Oprah has a guest on and she interviews them and every week is based on that guest. Whereas let's, the way that I sorted it out in my brain was that like, maybe it's more like a drama, drama, we're so dramatic, a drama <laughs> in the sense that we, we dive into to our stories and how we navigate life and how we get to know each other and how we as moms getting sober one in Seattle, one in New Jersey, um, yep. how we do this day-to-day um, in the middle of a pandemic, in the middle of an election year, in the middle of the chaos that is 2020, right? And um, which which is also, you know, w- we would have never met no. if, nope. if this wasn't, 
nope. it's looking for the little nuggets of goodness, right? Oh, I love that. Because that, I mean, and because that's how we met basically was an right. online recovery meeting, which popped up everywhere. Right. My, my um, editor, one of the people behind the scenes who I'm so grateful um, for, I would not have this podcast without him, uh, suggested I get a co-host. Mm-hmm. And, you know, each week, you know, let the audience, you know, fall in love with you guys, tell your stories. Because I'm sure you will. <laughs> I've already fallen in love with you. Through No, no, no. I mean the audience. Oh, I hope so. Through different, um, <laughs> through different topics, either topics that are relevant in the news or there's, I mean, how many topics could we so talk many. about? I mean, there are a billion, trillion, gazillion topics that, you know, we could talk about. Um, and that is what, you know, that was what was suggested. And, um, I, I could have stayed, I could have kept the things the way they were Mm -hmm. and, you know, help the people that I was helping and not broaden my audience, you know, become bigger, become better. And I chose door number two. And I Mm -hmm. think that it was, I think that it was the right decision. So as you said, that we met uh, very quickly, Vanessa and I met through an online recovery community that was formed right at the beginning of COVID by, you've heard me mention her before, by Laura McCowan. And um, I heard Vanessa share one day mm-hmm. And I mean, there are there at, at the time there were hundreds of people. There's still many, many, but you know, yeah. before it became TLC, when Laura first started her meeting, or maybe I actually, maybe I heard your share when it was already TLC. But regardless, Vanessa, anyway. was, Vanessa was sharing, and every once in a while, you just hear someone, and you're just like, love it, love her, you know, love it, and I thought I would love her. I didn't, not knowing anything about her. I think, I think on your little square, (laughs) it said you were from Seattle, but I wasn't sure, but it had, oh, it had your full name on it. Yeah. Which I did intentionally. And that's a whole nother topic, right? Like how, anyways, we come up in recovery circles and it's anonymous, right? Right. Right. And and through the pandemic, there's been a lot of less anonymous, which um, which is, which is kind of cool. Um, at least when you're later on in sobriety, right. Yeah. And you've worked through that shame. So anyways, you connect, you contacted me and said, Hey, do you want to be a guest? And I was like, mm, well, before I reached never out done to it. you, I, you oh. had your name. So I found you on Facebook and I sent you okay. a private message, you right. Me. On, yeah. I stalked you a little bit. And after yeah. I sent you that message, I kind of felt like I crossed a boundary, you know, um, and everybody that does that finds me that? on Facebook says that. And it's so, um, I'm hoping that that narrative can be changed a little yeah. bit right through this, because I think it's like, we put ourselves out there and we get into recovery meetings for connection. But it's funny how when people find me or you or whatever, they're like, oh, did I cross a line? 
it's it's interesting, right? Yeah, yeah. That, I just recently put my last name on it. I just had okay. Leslie ask, but now I have my full name for okay. that exact reason. So you found me and then I... And I it took a few said. days. It took a few days. So then I, that's when I thought, oh God, I hope I didn't cross a boundary. Because I don't like Facebook <laughs> that much right. at all. But anyways, go ahead. Yeah, that's so whatever. What... You, 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 you messaged me back and yep. I think we talked on the phone and I said, hey, you want to jump on and be a guest? And mm-hmm. you said yes. And I said, yay. And that was it. And you were a guest. And we talked about, um, we talked about a lot about what was the topic of the show? Mommy wine culture? I mommy think. wine culture. Yeah, we talked mommy. about everything. But yeah. yeah, COVID, mommy, mommy stuff during COVID, which we will talk about a lot because mm-hmm. Vanessa and I both have kids, uh, completely different ages, which is going to be mm-hmm. really interesting. I keep saying gonna, I have to stop that. I don't, it's eh, gonna, I, I don't, gonna. I don't think I gonna, gonna. Which is going to be really interesting because I have three teenagers, um, one almost 20. I'm so freaking old. Vanessa is a baby. No, you're not actually. I just started late. I, I have one girl. <laughs> who is seven. And I had her when I was, I had just turned 35, turned 35 in August and had her in September. So I started later. And a lot of that was because of my addiction, right? I mean, my addiction mm. kind of, and I wouldn't take it back. I mean, I think it's, it's worked out exactly the way that it should, but yeah, I've got one girl live in the city, uh, live in Seattle and Leslie's teenage years living in New Jersey. So um, it's interesting. Yeah. And you're not that much older than I am. Yeah, I think I'm 10 years older than you. 10 years. Yeah, that's... um, Anyway. So anyway, so Vanessa was one of the first people that came to my mind when I was looking for a partner in crime. Um, And yeah, so, and I reached out to you and you... You agreed. And so... But I think think that there's even more to the story that's even more funny or more of a God wink. Okay. Are we allowed to talk about it? Okay, we, we won't I mention names. Think so. I mean, that's an interesting question. Leslie. Yeah, we could we could say it without. Okay, go ahead. You tell I mean, the story. Uh, I mean, we don't have to mention names. It's no. That. But I, well, I think it's interesting because you said I, you know, I put my feelers out. I'm not really sure. I'm I'm trying to figure out. You know, my my editor says that he would he would ideally like somebody with some broadcast experience, but you know, finding that right. person, you know. Difficult. Anyway, would you be interested? I said, sure, let's explore it. And you said, okay, I have a couple other people. Let's, I'll get back to you in a week. And I said, okay. You know, what's so funny is that I felt really, I should have saved you for, I was confident. I'm sorry, I interrupted you. I I, I was, you for I, I was, no, no, what? no, to ask, I was fairly, I was fairly, I was really confident that you were going to be the one. But I had also reached out to that other yeah, yeah. person who I yeah. told you about, who was going to, you know, who was very kind to um, put, put out, out her back social signal. media yeah. and ask. And I was like, oh God, what if like someone. Yeah. Yeah. And then I felt bad that I was going to have to come. And say to you, oh, sorry, you know, sorry, dude, I found someone else. But it, it just, the whole, it just never, I never even, full disclosure, I never even spoke to anyone else. So go ahead. That is so funny go because ahead. I was just like, okay, I totally get it. Like, because it wasn't something that was really on my radar either, right? Again, it's just 
trusting, and this is only because I've been working the program for a while. It's just trusting that, um, and it sounds so silly, but it's true. Trusting that things will open up when they should. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> so with that said, you, the very next day, I think you texted me and you're like, hey, can you meet with me and my editor at 11 o'clock or something? And I was like, whiplash. Okay, I think, <laughs> you know. Um, and so you're like, I have a super, I have a surprise for you. I was like, what on earth is happening? Oh yeah. Right? You're like, I have a yeah. surprise for you. Yeah. And so then I got the email invite and I don't know if we can't use names. I got the email invite from your editor and I Googled him and I realized that he and was at the in same time industry. he was Googling you. Right. Yeah. And I realized he was in an industry that my sister-in-law is in. And I thought, oh, it's a kind of a small industry. Come to find out her editor in Jersey used to live <laughs> in Seattle and hired my sister-in-law 20 years ago for her first job in this industry. And so they still talk, they're still friends and they both think the world of each other. And so her editor was like, what are the- What are the chances of that? Right. So it was just one of those things, again, that you follow the next right thing. And then in Leslie's coin term, the God wink, right? Where we all just oh, had I a moment where, I, I know, but you know, right. um, we all had a moment where it was like, okay, let's, let's do this. Let's do this. Yeah. 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 And he said, yeah, he said to me, you know, if she's, um, you know, if she's anything, well, it's your, it's your sister-in-law. Sister yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, she's anything like her sister-in-law. That's it. We need to look no further. So mm. that was that. So we, we laughed about that for a while. Mm -hmm. And here we are, you know, and this is what recovery looks like every time. It's funny. Every time I say that, and I've been saying that a lot, I keep hearing in my head, you know, I was, um, I was politically, you know, active for a while, went to a lot of marches and we used, mm -hmm. to, used to walk around saying, this is what democracy looks like. This is what democracy looks like. This is what democracy looks like. We could like. totally do a march. So this is what recovery looks like. Yeah, you know. You know, this is what recovery looks like now. Two people from across the country, mm -hmm. East Coast, West Coast, coming together and you know, making this happen. Mm -hmm. Understanding that um, that wherever you are, um, we all have the same feelings. And you know, it's so funny because just going back to um, to what you said about how you reached out to me, and then you thought, "Oh, did I cross a line?" And and hoping, and I'm hoping that we can. Um, encourage people not to ask themselves that question, right? Because in getting sober, like you have got to reach out. And so, um, and not feel like, oh, I've crossed a line. <laughs> uh, especially because um, I think understanding that, that when we reach out to somebody, we're not only helping ourselves, but we're helping them too. Um, which is exactly what, what this has done for for me right. and hopefully for yep. you. And um, so, yeah, yeah. So that's and I, that. And I think, you know, 
we are, um, I mean, fill in, fill in the many blanks here, but mm-hmm. you know, we're very, I think in the short time we've known each other, we're very similar, you know, but also very different. You know, I think mm-hmm. that our core values are the same, but maybe our um, approaches are a little different, totally. right? But the goal, I mean, the end game is the most important, important thing. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. how do you, I mean, I don't know, how would you, how would you describe our, our mix? Um, you know, I think more will be revealed. <laughs> 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 and I'm excited about it, right? Because I think that that, uh, you know, even just, j- <laughs> I told Leslie at the very beginning, we were getting ready to do this. And there was um, a moment where we both had our speakers on, but we're getting ready. And and she was talking away. And I was like, are you talking to me? And she was like, <laughs> no, I'm talking to myself. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. I do that too. <laughs> awesome. Right on. You know, just <laughs> things like that. Um, are are so I don't know they're fun and um and we will definitely have topics right uh yeah absolutely absolutely wait I want this is not really a topic but yes we will have topics absolutely and you know we want to hear um we want to hear you know what you guys want us to talk about also so we're going to figure out how to make that work as well and it's crazy because honestly, Leslie, I thought that I would walk around with the shame neon light on my forehead for the rest of my life. Scarlet like, I, D. Honest to Scarlet God, D. Right, right there. I honest to God didn't think that there was another I way. Know. I know. And now, I don't know. I, sometimes when I say this, I think people think I'm a little nuts. Now I'm, I have like a, I, I'm, I have like a sense of pride. Mm-hmm. Like I really do. It's almost, it's really like almost completely turned around where it was mm-hmm. complete shame. And now mm-hmm. I am um, so proud. That's how, that's just, that's, mm-hmm. I, that's the, how I can yeah. describe it. I'm proud. No, I totally, yeah. I completely agree, but it's, but it's not without a lot of work. Yeah. Good work. Really yeah. good work. Yeah. Um, Necessary work. <laughs> it is. And As it's, John you know, we says, both came up. I love him. I know. I know. Um, I, uh, what was I going to say? We both came up sort of in the rooms of AA reluctantly. For me, it was like kicking and screaming sort of and I until the end. And I was like the notorious for saying, you know, I tried AA, didn't work for me. And now every time I hear that, I cringe because I'm like, well, you didn't try hard enough or you weren't desperate enough or maybe it isn't the right place for you. Like, I also have to understand that AA is not for everybody, but I was convinced that it was not right for me. And now, mm. my God, it's, when they say that it's a program, it's a program for living, I understand it, right? Yeah. Because it's, because it's so simple and it yeah. so is. Yeah, yeah. We both have, so, AA, we both have AA um, backgrounds, which we'll definitely we'll talk, talk more about. Talk more about. And um, I, I'm so excited for everyone to learn mm. and myself more about your story. Yeah. Um, Okay, everyone, I hope you guys loved getting to know Vanessa. We could talk all day long. And fortunately, we'll be back talking again really, really soon.
Yes, we probably will tell you, talk all day long, but you guys don't have to. <laughs> we won't hold you as captive audience, as a captive audience. Oh. Okay, everyone, enjoy the week. Have a wonderful and safe Thanksgiving. And as always, we are cheering for you.